Hey, it's BT with Tales from a Gemini. My guest today is British Supersport, Junior Supersport rider Denise Delzato. She is the Italian stallion, man. She's a great chat. She's 19 and talks like a veteran racer. She's funny and she's focused. You're going to love this conversation. Listen to my new friend, Denise Delzato. I mean, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Yes, 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 yes. I've asked a lot Thanks. about I've asked a lot about you to all my friends to Maddie. You know Maddie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, hey, you think you know Denise? And she goes, yeah. So I'm finally glad to have you on. Oh, good, yeah. good. Thank you. <laughs> hey, it's BT with Tales from a Gemini. I am back. I've been traveling, so sorry I haven't been consistent, but I had to make some money, baby. Anyway, this my guest now right now. I have I've wanted her on the show for so long. I've had, I've had all her teammates on. And I've always asked about her, and now I feel like it's I'm like I'm finally get to meet the star attraction. She's from Italy. She's the star of Italy. She's with the British Junior Supersport in uh, BSB. Please welcome my guest, the wonderful Denise Delzato. Ciao. 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 How, first of all, how you feeling? I know you're injured. You didn't get a chance to race this weekend because uh, you weren't clear by the doctor. So uh, how you feeling, babe? Uh, a little bit sad for that. I have uh, bro- broke my collarbone uh, three weeks ago. So I am coming in uh, Alton Park. I have to do the medical uh, visit and everything. And they say to me, oh, okay, you can try to ride. I have to do the first free practice, but uh, we have seen it's a lot of painful and also was a little bit danger because um, for in the in the position where I break, uh, when I go to break uh, really strong, uh, I feel so painful and I can't break like what I want. So basically we have choices better to wait a little bit and uh, don't make more bad the fracture I have for a race and do a good race in Donington. Oh man, did, did, did you cry? Did you get upset when they said you couldn't race? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm crash with the motor with the bike in a training day, in a track day, uh, three weeks ago in Italy in Ferrara, and um, nothing. I have hope a lot to to race in Don in, in Alton Park, but uh, we have tried and uh, was not really good. So we have bring this choice for my safety, other people's safety. And also we have think more uh, like in the future than right now. Was a very hard choice because I don't like choice, don't race, no? So, but we have bring it and uh, I'm, Honestly, now, if I think with my mind, I say, okay, I bring the good choice, but make me a little bit sad, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, were you, were you going too fast? You didn't know how to break? I mean, what, what happened? Like, like, was it your fault or another rider's fault? Yeah, it was not my fault. Like, it was a very strange crash because uh, I was uh, past another rider on the long street in the, in the circuit, and when I arrived at a half bike of the other rider, the other rider was in, on my left and he could completely ride on my bike. And uh, I flip in the front, like he bring uh, completely my bike and I, I crash in front of him in the street. Was really strange crash. <laughs> oh, so you, you may find who guys, this guy is and beat him up for you? <laughs> I want in the start, <laughs> but uh, when I ever uh, feel the painful about the broke collarbone, I uh, see, oh, wait a moment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have broke the collarbone three times now because uh, was, yeah, my third time broke the collarbone. But uh, yeah, it's painful, still painful also that if it's the third time I broke it. Oh my God. Okay, so... Uh, when did you first, first of all, how old are you right now? How old are you? Uh, 19. Okay. When's the first time you broke it? Uh, 13. Uh, what, in the, were you racing? Yeah. In the Italian championship with the mini moto. Uh, I broke first time in, um, at 13 and second time at 16th, I broke the right and at 13, the left. When I broke the right at 16, I was with the mini GP in Italian championship and now at 19. 
Okay, so you went left, right, and what's and the last time th- this one where is it? Left or right? Which one is it? Left, left. So, these ones. So two left, so two lefts and a right. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Pedrosa has broke uh, four times, so I'm close to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, girl. You need to drink some milk. You need some leche, leche. You need, yeah. you know, yeah. make your bones strong. I'm, I'm full of milk, you know. <laughs> Our body have a lot of water. I think now half a percent of me is milk. <laughs> Man, it's terrible, baby. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but I hope you get it's better. Really, it's normal. We need to um, think about that. We know that when we go to race, so it's not a problem. It's uh, something you can sort it with the time. So... I just think uh, now to come uh, better for the next race and more strong. So that's it. That's a great attitude to have. Like, does those crashes, do they ever, like, um, make you fearful in the future? Or do you just, like, say that's part of the game and you keep on going? Like, how do you get over those crashes? It's the part of the game. What you're saying is, uh, is right. It's a uh, part of the game. Everybody, every rider is broke. <laughs> Have something broke or do crash uh, is normal. Every time the people say in Italy say, when you crash, uh, the important is not the crash, but how you get up to the crash. So I think uh, this is the um, Really important thing also because uh, make your mind more strong. You know, you crash with the motorbike. If you don't crash, you don't go fast. So you know that and uh, nothing, just this and keep going. I love that attitude. That is a great, did you grow up with that attitude? I mean, or did, did you learn that or was that something that's always been inside you? I don't know. Maybe both because, um, you know, when you are very young and you start this sport and you crash and you broke yourself or crash and get up, you go on the bike every time after because you love that. So when you love this, you can't live without. So you don't think too much about the crash. You know, you can crash, but also, you know, you can't live without the this world around you and this sport. So... Nothing. You is just a part of the game, and you keep going. I think the attitude is something you have because you love that. I I love this attitude. I honestly, I mean, I really do. To be so young and have a passion like that, because honestly, sometimes you know you get hurt and you go, okay, you know what, I'm good. You know, I think <laughs> I had two collarbones broke. I'd have been like, you know what. I'm good. I'm going to do something else. But now you're three. You're trying to get Pedrosa's record of four. <laughs> yeah, maybe I can have a, more a balance if I broke uh, another time the right. Because now maybe I am a little bit uh, in banking, you know. You're so, crooked. You're crooked yeah. like, <laughs> when you're going to be as old as me, you're going to be all crooked. Like You're going to be like a cool <laughs> grandma. You're going, grandma, like grandma used to race a motorbike. That's what you're going to be. You're going to be like this. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're, you're going to have some great stories. Stories for your kids, man. Like, okay, so like when you were growing up, what was before you met motorcycles when you were growing up, what was your passion before? Like, what kind of girl were you before you met motorcycles? Mm, to be honest, I have tried a lot of sport in my life. Uh, I started riding a motorbike, a little mini moto in my garden at two years old. And uh, I have started racing with uh, the mini moto at uh, eight, nine years old because um, my family like motorbike, but nobody have uh, ever ride a motorbike. So it's a bit strange situation. They like this world, they like the bike, but uh, they have never raced. So they watching Valentino on the TV sometimes. And uh, one day at uh, seven years old, I think, we watched together Valentino race and I have watched Valentino on the TV and I turn around, look at my mom and say, mom, I want to do that in my life. And my mom said to me, what do you want to do? And I was like, uh, yeah, I want to do that in my life. So them, because don't know nothing about this world, say to me, we try to find a track because I don't know if exists a track. So we watch on Google and uh, we find a little track for the mini moto and then bring me to that to try racing. And I have loved that. So I have tried 
a lot of sport before, but uh, I have never loved something like how much uh, I love motorbike. So I, th- I think I have a passion for this. <laughs> no, you do have a passion. And I love that. I always I love talking to people because everybody has that moment. Like it's like anything in life. When you love something, you always remember the moment you fell in love. Well, and no, yeah. matter, no matter what it is, like the, y'all, I, like my motorcycle is a Ducati because I love Italians. I love how I, I really do. I think Italians have a passion for everything. And it's with the yeah. food. It's with the, the I mean, honestly, you guys go to the the races and you're loud and you have the flares and it's like it's in you. The passion's in you. And everybody knows that. And I love that. So my motorcycle is, is, is Italian. And I love that passion that you guys have. And I remember when I fell in love with my Ducati, I was going I was getting a new motorcycle. and I was trying to figure out what bike I wanted. And I was like, okay, maybe this one, maybe that one. And when I saw the picture of the bike I have now, my heart goes, <gasps> and I fell in love right then and there. And that's, and you always remember when you fall in love, no matter what it is. So yes. like, no, so when you're watching Valentino's race, what race was it? Oh, I don't remember, to be honest. I think, uh, I think it was Misano, maybe. Uh, Do you I had... Uh, Seven years old, so cinco, seis, sete, ocho, nove, diez, um, 2011. Oh my god, in Misano, maybe, made, yes. You make me feel old. You make me feel old. Oh, stop it, stop me. <laughs> like, okay, so, like, now, like, what did he do to make you go, I want to do that? Did he win? Did he wheelie? Did he, I mean, what did he do to just make- nothing? I just watched the start of the race, and I think after two laps. They have uh, make uh, the video about uh, him in a corner, and I was like, "Oh, I want to do that." <laughs> so, just this was very. To be honest, I don't remember perfectly how it was, but uh, I just remember I watched the race and I turn around and say, "Mom, I want to do this in my life." So. <laughs> I love that. I, I really do. I think that's great. It's like I said, it's always that moment that you decide, bam. And when you're a kid, I hate to call you a kid, but when you're young like that and it makes that impression on you, it will stay with you pretty much forever, you know, because you never yeah. want to fall out of love. But now you're in the, the where you're at now, being 19, that's going to consume you in a good way because it's all your focus and there's nothing else in your life and you're focused on what you got to do and you are in a great position. Yeah, I'm grateful to love this because I know a lot of people at my age don't have a passion and um, or have a passion or or not. So not everybody have a passion strong like this. So I feel so lucky to have it. When did you realize you were different than, say, all the kids around you? Like, when did you know... I'm not really like you guys. Not in a bad way, but, you know, like some kids, they hang out and they, like you said, they're directionless. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that where everybody's trying to find their way in life, you know. But when did you realize, eh, I want to go this way and you're different and you had no problem being that? To be honest, um, I have realized it uh, after. Because uh, when I fall in love, we can call this with the motorbike, uh, I was thinking just motorbike. So people around me was like, don't exist, nobody. I just thinking about uh, my motorbike, no? So when I was really, really young, I don't have uh, feel nothing, I think, because uh, I was watching just uh, in front of me and in front of me, I have my bike, so... Nobody around. Uh, I don't care about nobody around. When I grow up a little bit, maybe when I have started uh, doing the Italian and the European Championship with the Mini GP, uh, and I went to school because I have finished school, I have done all my um, school uh, year. So when I went at school and I hearing the other uh, guys speaking about what they do in a day and everything, I have realized, uh, oh, I do something very different compared to them. But I don't have feel like I'm strange, I'm different or something like that. Just um, I just thinking, uh, oh, okay, cool. They do them. I don't like that. I like <laughs> what I do. So 
keep going in my way because uh, it's something I love. Why I need uh, hearing other people do something other just because I love that. I do that. No. So. <laughs> I love it, man. Okay. So like, even though you have a love or passion, everybody has to have a little time away just to regroup or, you know, a little step away every now and then. What do you like to do when you step away from the track? Like, you know, say it's whatever the weekend, whether it's a good or bad weekend and you just want to get away from bikes just for a little bit. What do you like to do? Training for the, for the race, for the race after. <laughs> and wh- and yeah. how, what do you do for training? What do you do for training? Because nobody ever tells me how they train. All you guys just, all you racers are always like, mom, like, mm-hmm. no one tells me. So what do you do for training exactly? Um, rider are a lot of, um, like jellos a lot of time. But uh, I don't care because... Uh, if everybody wants to do my training, is not a problem. If everybody have a good, good stability, a good body, and everything, after we see in the track who is more fast, no. So, <laughs> don't don't matter for me. Um, for training, I do cycling, road cycling. Sometimes I have a personal trainer follow me, so I do gym, I do stability, uh, I do balance. I do reactive with the light. Uh, I don't know if it's called reactive. But I saw that you were at the ta- you were at the table and you were okay. and you were doing so, that. I saw you were doing. Yeah, that. Uh, I do that. I work a lot uh, on the breathe uh, because it's important. And um, nothing now. I do swimming pool for the collarbone. And um, and the training with the motorbike because the more uh, important training i think is with the motorbike sometimes people say no i ride just in the race or um, blah 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 something like this i don't ride too much but i think riding also different bike is a lot of important because uh, when you are on the bike you can uh, improve something for your sport perfectly for your sport you can do a lot of training for help you on the motorbike, but I think the more uh, effect one, the more uh, important one is riding the motorbike. Have you, have you ever tried any motocross? Uh, two or three times, not too much because I don't have a motocross with me, but um, I have tried it and I, I like it. I like also flat track. Uh, I like um, a lot also change the bike like uh, R3 or uh, Kawasaki 400 or uh, the mini GP change a little bit the bike because every bike is different and you can improve improve with every bike something oh my god I love that you should come over here to the United States and we can train together and I could teach you something you know? uh, if you want or you can come in Italy because it's good weather. <laughs> well, it's, okay, I'll come over there and I'll train you and, and I'll, you know, I'll show you my, look at me. I'm, I'm like 80 years old and look at me. So I could teach you some stuff, you know? Yes, no problem. <laughs> what kind of, what kind of push bike do you have? What kind of, what kind of cycling bike do you have? Um, I have buy one now is a Ridley uh, because before I don't have a push bike. Like I have one really, really, really old and uh, was broke every time. So now we have find one and uh, I go to do push bike uh, with uh, my personal trainer or some friends. And it's nice. Now- it's very nice. Also, I live really close to Axel Bassani, the guy riding. Uh, I love World, Axel. Uh, yes. In a World Superbike. Yeah. Yes. He lives like two kilometers to my home. And uh, him also training a lot with the push bike. Do, do you train with him? Yeah, sometimes, yes, especially with the motorbike. Because um, we live in an area where um, it's difficult. Because um, Italian people, a lot of Italian people uh, are motorbike uh, racers. You see World Championship, a lot of Italian and Spanish guys. But uh, the... the most people uh, are a rider in Italy, live in uh, Emilia Romagna, it's called the region, close to Misano. Yes, I've been, I was in Misano last year. Okay. Yes. 
Um, me and Axel, we live uh, really far away to Misano, and uh, we don't have a lot of track close to our home. So um, maybe the more close is one hour. So we go together to training in the in the track or something like this sometimes. Why don't you guys move? What? You should guys move. You should guys. You and Axel should move and get a house together, and then where you could train together and and let no and live close to because you live closer to the circuits. Move closer to where the circuits are. Y'all move together, and then like you know just share rent, share rent, and you two racers together. You can help each other, and maybe he can get you into the uh, the uh, the three hundred class. You guys can go to the World Superbikes together. I mean, honestly, since you guys train together already. Yeah, a little bit. Yes, we. If you see when you if you want to move and in Italy for racing for training better, you go close to Misano and there have a lots of riders. But also, if you see like Tony Arbolino, he also live not close to Misano, and now he have moved to Spain. Or yeah, but uh, yes. <laughs> Are you are you gonna? Uh, I know you moved to England for British Superbike, but uh, are you planning on moving like maybe to Spain eventually? Or I don't know yet because I'm also don't know the plan uh, I have for next year. So we see how how the um, what the life give me. I love that. So are, are you nervous about it? Like I know it's, it's the unknown because they're they're doing away with your class, right? In BSB, yeah. so doing away with so like yeah so like are you nervous or are you just like let life lead you to where you're supposed to be? Um, I think uh, I can't. Uh, what you say for the life, the life coming to me and give me this is a little bit too much. Um, not organized. Uh, so I think uh, yes, the life give you the opportunity. But you need the working hard for have the opportunity. And uh, if you work, the life can give you the opportunity. So I think uh, now I'm working hard and uh, I think um, I can do an improve next year. And uh, also I'm not really nervous because I know if I work hard and uh, I do all um, my best, I... I'm okay for the next year. I find the best solution for myself, of course. I man, you speak of of a person well beyond your years. You know, because if, if I was in your situation, I'd be like, I, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what to do. I'm gonna go stay with my mama. I mean, I really wouldn't. I just think that it's so beautiful because you're actually, like you saying, if you believe in you're working hard, everything else will take care of itself. Yeah, it, because it's true. So why don't think about that if it's true? <laughs> okay. So what do you do? Now, I've talked to your teammates, and they say that you're like the toughest one on the team. What they say? They say you're one of the toughest people on the team. Tough. Oh, really? Yeah. I appreciated that. Thank you <laughs> <laughs> to everybody. Uh, yeah, you know when uh, when people go to get to the trophy. So, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I appreciated that. I'm really grateful for this. <laughs> <laughs> It's something good to know. <laughs> it is. I talked to one of your teammates and she goes, yeah, she goes, Denise is tough. That's a tough girl. You don't want to mess with her. That's what she said. It's the same girl that was in Snetterton with you and you had your, she said she had your feet outside of the camper. Oh, Lizzie? Yes. Lizzie. yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm broke or uh, I'm painful. So um, in Snetterton, I was like this because I'm crashed and I have like a, completely black feet because uh, I was crushed. And um, I remember I make the feet outside to the windows of the camper for keep it up for the blood. And uh, her coming to me and say, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's because I'm like a bean, you know, where, where you make something when it's finished. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you kill me. You kill me. Okay. So what do you think your best asset is? What do you think your best quality is as a racer? What do you, you what you really do really well? Mm, I think I don't 
do nothing really well for now. I think I can improve everything, make better everything. I don't think I'm arrived. I don't think uh, I'm the best in something for now, but I know I can be. So I'm working hard for this, but for now, I don't think I have something uh, perfect. So I think I can improve everything for now. Well, the good thing about that is that it's going to make you be more focused on everything. Because sometimes when you're really, really good at something, you kind of get lazy at a certain aspect of it. You know, there's like there was a boxer named uh, Roy Jones, Roy Jones Jr. He's a great boxer, but he was so good that he didn't learn the fundamentals. So he could he could fight like this and he was really good when he was younger. But when he got older, he started getting his ass whooped because he didn't have the fundamentals. So he gets a little slower and he didn't know how to do the regulars. So he would get beat up. So. What do you really, really need to work on, do you think? Like, what is the one thing you really, really want to get better at, if you had to pick one thing? Mm, I think um, when when I'm training, is, um, I think I can make everything better, What I say, like what I said before. But for make everything better, uh, you need work on one thing. And when you have finished the one thing, you can make more... Uh, concentrated on the other one so maybe one training one day i training a lot to break late uh, or like um, when you break um, you can break really hard uh, but when you see like the telemetry you have um, the line go up when you break hard the more hard you break more go up the line and when you release the break the the line do like this no so go down and uh, a lot of uh, time maybe or a lot of rider when go up go a little bit down and after a lot down and up another time like break two time release not a good release of the break so when you work like on the break you work to break more late you can but breaking and release good or breaking really hard and really fast and release good. So it's a big work. I think everything is a big work. So you need to concentrate a lot on one thing. And after you keep going to work on other stuff. So for now, I don't know. I think I need to work on everything. So that's great. Maybe, that's great. Maybe if I see now I'm a good speed to enter in the corner. Maybe I need, uh, I need for now, I'm working a lot uh, to um, break later, later I can, more late I can. So for, for now, I work on this, but um, I think nobody is perfect. And also what you have said before, like uh, maybe you are a lot of good in one thing, but after uh, with time, the story change the people's change everything the um, the movement change you see markets when him is arrived and completely changed the modality of riding the motorbike so and for this i think watching valentino help a lot i bring a lot valentino like i watch valentino and i try to learn more i can because i think is uh very very great person because him is good on the mind is good uh, in the track is good for everything so i bring um, him uh, like something to follow and if you see valentino him have changed uh, three or four style in him career yeah so i think and also now with the car him is trying to learning more him can so if him need work every time, I'm also need work every time for change and for make myself better. Oh, that's it is great because you always want to adapt and learn. You're always learning in life, you know, whether it's yes. motorcycles or just anything in life. You're always or you should be. You should be learning and you should be receptive to learning because I think once you think you know everything, then you're done. You know. Yes. So, have you ever met Valentino? Yes, um, two or three times, and one time also we have training uh, in the same track. So, where, where, where was this? Yeah. At? Where, where was this at? Where, where was did you train the same track? Uh, 
was in a in a track is called Pomposa in Italy. It's uh, close to Ferrara, like uh, one hour and a half to to Misano. Were you nervous when you met him? To be honest, not too much because um, uh, when I start racing, when I was very very little, when I see Valentino on the TV, I cry all the time. <gasps> when when I was very little, because. I look at him like something very big, very amazing. But when I have started to grow up and I have started to know people and I have started to live properly in this world, I have also understand, okay, he's a person, he's a very amazing person, a big person, but he's a person, still a person. So... uh, I speak with him like uh, he's a normal friend or a normal person I meet like in the supermarket because uh, still a person, you know. And when I have met him also, I was with um, a mechanic. He's called uh, Federico Fergnani. And him is the, um, I don't know if he's called Capotechnic or Crucive, maybe, Crucif. of um, Ivan Ortola in Moto3. Yes, yeah, with, uh, with the Angelis yeah. uh, racing team. Yes. So I was with him because we are a lot of friends and um, him know really well Bezeki, also I know really well Bezeki. And um, when we go there, we start to speak with Marco and after we have speak with Valentino. No? So it was a really friendly situation. No? And uh, I forget also to question to him a picture because uh, it was my third time meet Valentino, but... Uh, was like a really friendly situation, really good because he is a, a very amazing person, and I have forget to bring a picture. So when I went home, my mom was really angry with me because <laughs> I don't ever get the picture with him. <laughs> oh, that's, but you know what? I he probably respects that more though, you know, because he knows that you were serious. It, it, you know that that you were there to in. You know, you know, the racing environment, you were there to soak up the knowledge for racing and you weren't just like, can I get a picture? You know what I mean? So I bet in a way he kind of respects you more in a way, you know? Uh, yeah, maybe I think uh, the approach you have with the people is uh, something um, help or make more difficult the situation. Because, uh, of course, if I go to Valentino and I question 2,000 pictures and uh, or maybe... He means uh, finish a hard qualifying, and after I question him three thousand picture, he's a person. No, what I have said before, so can be like uh, stressful for him. And um, yeah, I think it's normal. Like if uh, you just go and speak, uh, and normal, him is not uh, a person thinking himself more big than other people, because when he speak is is like. Uh, find a normal person in the supermarket so yeah you just go and you speak and think when when you think everybody is at the same level because everybody is a person I was born like you and uh, go in the bathroom like you so <laughs> you know our person no so when you speak with everybody and you think when you speak with everybody are at the same level of you because what I say before, everybody go to the toilet in the same way. So uh, you just speak and the people can feel that. Yeah. But you know what? You can learn. Like I said, you can learn from anybody. Like, what have you learned from Axel? Because I, I love Axel Bassani. I think he is a great writer. I think that guy, man, I, I, I don't know why he hasn't won uh, a couple of races this year. I mean, he races hard. Sometimes I think he stresses the tires too much and he fades on some races. But man, that guy, he and Rinaldi, I don't think they get along too well. I, I love how the, the, the little battle and they kind of, my favorite one was when he, uh they you know, like <laughs> Rinaldi hit him and then he came back and he crashed Rinaldi. And they said, and they asked him, and he goes, Well, he knows where my garage is. He can come talk to me if he has, if he's got a problem with me. And I love that. So I I, <laughs> I think I think he can learn a lot from Axel Bassani. Because he is a he's really aggressive and I love that about him. Yeah, Axel is uh, 
the same person you see in the video. <laughs> like uh, when he do an interview and he speak like that, in the real life is the the copy is is that so <laughs> yeah he is funny guy is is a, a good guy uh, you can learn a lot to him because him is really fast i think him is very very fast and um, nothing but also he is funny is a is a good person so i'm i'm happy to our friend with him <laughs> so it's okay now i hate to do this but i have to because it's there but the fact that I always, you know, when it comes to female racers, you know, there is a difference, or is there a difference, I think, when when it comes to racing? Because, you know, I have this debate with people because I had Steffi Bow on who raced motocross. She was a uh, motocross champion. And she said, yeah, motocross, there is a big difference between men and women where men are just stronger in it, and it's just it's, it's a proven fact, you know. But when it comes to road racing, like, you know, at the lower level, like in the 300s, you know, you see in World Superbike in the 300 and a one and, a, you know, one. And now she's at Moto3. And we've seen her and uh, and um, uh, Maria have, you know, some success there. But when it gets to the upper, like Moto2, you never see a woman in Moto2 or MotoGP. You think, do you think there's a difference when you get to the, uh, the bigger bikes? And do you think a woman can win at that level? I think uh, women and men are um, different because uh, it's impossible to say they don't have a different body. Uh, it's uh, objective, you know, so different body. So that is uh, normal. Uh, it's true. But I think in the motorbike, in the road race, can be um, not really important because uh, I think a very a woman very strong like uh, with a good body training very very hard because need training very a lot, but um, with a very very good uh, body a good training a good mentality I think can can go to Moto two, uh, and I think can go really fast because um, road race is um, a very mental sport. And I think, uh, okay, in the body we are different, but in the mentality is the same. So, yeah, I think uh, can go to Moto2. I hope I can go to Moto2 for a demonstration that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yes, I I think in Moto2 can, can go fast a woman. Just, um, I think for now, nobody, no... Nobody had the opportunity for go there, but uh, I think if a woman go there, can go fast. I hope it's me, but I do <laughs> anyway. I really do. I hope it because, like I said, I've I've been watching you, and it's, that sounds creepy, but I've been like, <laughs> I've been watching your 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 you know steady rise. Honestly, on the whole team, I think what what Faye has done with that team. I think it's to be commended. No one talks enough about that all-female team who's competitive. I mean, it'd be different if you you know, you know, guys weren't any good, but you're all competitive and really good. And it was something about you. I was like, man, I like this, Denise. Does. So just because of the fact that you moved from Italy to England. And oh, I've been to, like, I've been to Cadwell. I've been to Olton Park. Those tracks are narrow. And British Superbike, that is, that's a fight. That's a dog fight. Those tracks are small, and you got to fight. And I had uh, your uh, Jamie on, when your teammate Jamie, and she was saying, I think you two were battling it out. She was trying to get to the lead pack, and she was battling with you, and you and she was trying to tell you, hey, just get behind me, and we could get, we could catch them. But you kept trying to battle with her, and y'all lost the lead pack. And I thought that was funny. I go, who was the racer? You go, it was my teammate. And I thought that was funny. I, I don't know what race it was, but I thought that was hilarious. I go, I got to get you on. So, yeah, I, it's been a long time coming. I forget what yeah. I forget what race it was, but she was just, she said she was trying to get you to like, hey, get behind me. Yeah. And you were like, eh. <laughs> no, I, I think, uh, I to be honest, I don't remember yeah. that. But, uh, yeah, maybe just because when I'm in the track, I forget everybody. Like, uh, I think just for myself uh, and everybody can do what they want. 
So if I think I'm more fast, I try to pass the person. So I don't know if it's Jamie or other people, but I think it's normal, no? <laughs> so, okay. So in that situation, say like the lead pack takes off, okay? And you're battling. Do you think to yourself, okay, if I can't pass them, why don't I just stick behind them and we can catch them? Why battle? Why don't you go, okay, I'm just going to stick behind you, even though I'm faster, and we can get there together. Yeah, I think if a person is more fast than me, uh, can pass me, go more fast, and I follow that person. But if I feel more faster than the person in front of me, I try to pass the other person. No? That is difficult because in our class, the race is uh, very um, compact, like a lot of people together. And when you lose somebody, is uh, you lose somebody, but you are with other five or ten person lose somebody. So it's hard to catch the group if you are not uh, like one half a second more fast than everybody. Because when you are in ten and you are in the front of a second group, like if if you are in a race and you bring the first group fighting for the leading, uh, like ten people, and after a little gap with the you have the second group and in this second group you have other 10 people but also if you are one second or half a second more fast than the other 10 people with the slipstream they can pass you in the street because them are 10 slipstream you know so it's really hard and this is why is hard to a person win a race in the 400 or in the 300 with gap because it's very difficult because every person can uh, close the gap with the slipstream. So it's hard uh, to choice uh, like, oh, I want this person go or I want uh, uh, going more in front. Also, because I think if you pass a person, you are more fast than that person. Because if you are not more fast, you don't pass that person, you know? So is uh, is difficult because you have a good management in the race like in moto 3 you can you see david alonso what they do last race have do a very good management but they can do that because uh, are with a different bike in our class if you see a race uh, in uh, in the 400 like i remember portimao last year mirko genai was last and is arriving very very Israel first because him was crashed and after I have catch the other people but without the slipstream and the group and everything is is um, more difficult to go in front but also is uh, more hard uh, with the slipstream to create the gap to the second person you you know what I mean yes yes, so, yes, yes. yeah I just, uh, I just thought it was funny when she told me that, and it was her, it was you, it was her teammate. She, <laughs> she was battling with. It. I thought that was hilarious. And it's something uh, I think is normal with all the teammates. Uh, also, because I think when you see your teammate in front of you, you say no, <laughs> no, it can't stay in front of me, you know. So uh, it's normal. I think every person have a teammate. We in Italy, we say the first uh, person you want uh, to arrive in front is your teammate. Right. So, and it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody thinks that. But uh, to be honest, when I'm in the track, I don't know who is the person in front of me, back of me. I forget everything. I think it's just about myself. So <laughs> I'm so sorry if I have passed Jamie, but I'm not really sorry, you know. <laughs> Okay, so now it's a, it's a, it's it's a, a, your whole team is a team full of women. Now, is there anybody on the team you don't no no names no names? Is there anybody on the team that you don't really get along with or don't really vibe with, which you kind of go eh? No, to be honest, no. I'm feel okay with all the people. I think. Um, the important is like stay friend out to the track inside of the track. Nobody's my friend, but. I think nobody, not a singular person, you know. So um, 
No, I feel okay with everybody also because I think I'm doing my career. I'm doing what I want to do. I hope uh, I can go more high I can with my career and um, I don't matter too much about other people. If I can spend the time with them outside of the track and enjoy, why not? And if them don't want to enjoy with me or something like that, I don't matter, so I'm not upset or uh, angry with nobody or something like this because I'm just doing my life and I'm happy to do that, you know? I love love it. Okay, okay, now, I know, well, I don't know, I don't know. I know you're Italian, so Italians have a little, you know, stereotype of having a hot head. So is there, have you ever had the red mist? Has anybody ever really pissed you off on the track? I mean, I know it's competitive and sometimes, you know, something happens, you go, oh, but... Can you remember the last time somebody just pissed you off? You go, ooh, when I catch them. Like, can you remember the last time you got really mad, had the red mist? In, uh, in uh, Bramsatz, the last race I have done. Uh, who was because, because um, I was doing a very good race. I was like in the front group with the leading group and... I I stay with them and I don't remember which lap was, but was was a very good fight and I was with the front group. And in the first corner, at one time, I think, okay, now I go really close to the curb on the wide line, so nobody can pass me in back of me, and I can stay for past the people up to the second corner, no, in Bransatz. But when I enter in the corner on the white line, so no space on my right, I have seen something with my eyes arrive so fast on me. And another guy has completely eaten me and make me crash in the first corner of um, Bransatz. So I was like, I think 11th and I'm crashed. And... Uh, I was like so angry also because him is not crushed. So I was really, really angry. And um, yeah, my, my, the mechanic in the team, uh, one is Italian and they say, look at me arrive in the pit lane and uh, was called with my mom because um, her was at home in Italy, so I question, oh, Denise is okay, no, it's normal. So my mama called him, and he was in the call, and say, oh, yeah, I see Denise, her is angry, so it's fine, okay, so <laughs> see you see you, la- see you later, uh, okay, bye. And they closed the call because I see Mira so angry on him. <laughs> yeah, but. I think it's normal get angry in this situation. <laughs> yeah. You want to do good, no? So you, you love that. You want to be the best. And when happened this situation, is normal uh, get angry, no? Did, did you flip him off? Did you give him the Italian salute? <sighs> no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have to do that. But uh, I was just... Uh, really really angry like i want to do another race and pass you but uh, no i i I don't uh, i don't like too much to do very bad um, stuff uh, outside of the track because i don't think is the best way to sort a a solution to to have a solution for that also because i'm crushed okay i'm angry but uh, what's the point what change nothing so Anyway, I'm just coming uh, to the pit lane and say, wah, 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 <laughs> No, 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 no. Don't go, but, but what did you say? Say it in, say it in Italian. <laughs> We're here. But don't go, but what did you say? What did you say? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, say that in Italian because he means Italian, but yeah. so what? it's difficult. But I say like, oh, I crash. Another guy have hit me and uh, him can go somewhere and <laughs> <laughs> something like this. But how is normal to say, you know? And after that, I was just thinking, uh, oh, I'm really angry. Okay, uh, what's changed? Nothing. But I can bring this hungry for the next race for do very good. Because I know I'm fast, so I have seen I'm fast, so I can do good the next race. I need thinking about that, so just this. 
I love it, Denise. I love it. That is beautiful. Okay, how do you how do you calm down? How do you? I mean, what 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 do you do to calm yourself down? Do you listen to music? Do you just go work on your breathing? Take a walk? I mean, what do you do to calm down when you're angry? It's difficult because um, I think when I finish the race, I'm a lot of time angry, but not with other people. Like the ninety nine percent of uh, my hungry is with myself <laughs> because uh, every time I want to do better, I want to be better. I want to improve something. And every time uh, when I don't arrive first, I think I can do a lot of um, for uh, improve and for get better. So I'm angry with myself. And um, every time I think uh, I have learning with time, I make off my letters, I make off everything. I bring my paper with the track, I make myself sit down, I write a lot. I, I like a, a explosion, a molotov of word on, on the track, and I write all uh, what I can do, all uh, what I have to do bad, what uh, I can do better, what is the feeling with the bike, uh, what's in what is good the bike and everything. And this calmed down me a lot because um, I don't think about I'm hungry, but I think about how and what I can improve. So I move my concentration and I bring this energy about my hungry to my mind for understand better what I can do better. So this calm down me a lot. It sounds like you and your mom are really tight. Are you and your mom really close? My mom? Yeah. Are you really you and your mom? Are you and your mom really close? Are you like friends? Yeah, yeah. My mom uh, also with my dad. Uh, we have a good family, so I'm I'm grateful with them a lot because uh, if I do what I love is because they them have uh, give me the opportunity for do what uh, what I I want to do. But uh, sometimes when I'm angry, I don't like to much speak with them. <laughs> like uh, I make myself good. I write on the paper, on the track paper. I do everything. And after that, yes, mom, I'm good and everything. Yeah, but no, I, I love my family. And then um, if I'm here to do, to try to come through my dream, to make through my dream is uh, for them because uh, if uh, I don't have my mom and dad and also my my aunt I think is called because uh, I live with my mom, dad and the sister of my mom because her is in the boot chair in the um, okay. tire chair yeah. uh, okay so her live with us I think um, if uh, I I I don't have my mom and dad. I'm not here to speak with you also. So uh, I'm really grateful with them also because them believe in me, um, help me. If I want to go to the Everest, up to the Everest, the mountain, tomorrow they say to me, oh, no problem. I bring you with the car and you can start to walk. <laughs> so, and so I love my family. I... I think uh, I have learned also that to Valentino, him make, um, if you see Valentino career, he make around uh, himself. People make him relaxed, good, happy. So him um, don't uh, create a problem because uh, you see in the life, the problems come. But um, if you don't create a problem, you have sorted half of your problem. The problem you can have, so you make around. I try to make around myself. People help me, um, make me in a good mind, a good mentality, uh, and um, nothing. Just this, so I can be happy when I come back home. I'm happy to find the people I have around me. They believe in me, help me to um, to do everything because uh, I think if you are happy, you are less tired, you know, right. you training, you push hard, but uh, if you happy to do that and you have around positive person, you do that and you are not tired to do that. No, you don't think of, 
oh, I need training. No, if you have around people, die, oh, you go, die, 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 training. We in Italy, we say die. <laughs> um, training and go. Uh, and you, oh, yes, I train, I go, I push. No, so I think um, I'm really lucky to have my family because them are uh, very good with me and loves me a lot. So I'm really lucky because I know not everybody have this uh, lucky to have a family like this. So I'm I'm happy and uh, I work hard to make around me people help me. I I love that. You know, I got to wrap it up here in a little bit, but I want to give I want you to give me your top 5 riders that you either look up to or that you like riding or who inspire you that aren't named Valentino. Your top 5 riders, you can pick right now. Top 5 riders that inspire okay. 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 So I need to say the five rider I likes more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Valentino. <laughs> I said no Valentino. No Valentino. No Valentino. Casey Stoner. Okay. Oh, Casey was great. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Casey Stoner. Um, markets for something for uh, the riding style. Um Simoncelli. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, um, another two. Uh, Pedrosa. Yes. Mr. Collarbone. You're, 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 about, yeah. to, you're about to tie <laughs> his record. <laughs> yes. Uh, Pedrosa is hard to choose one now. Um, mm. I don't know to be honest. Uh, is is very hard question. The fifth one. Um, mm, if I need think like uh, right now, I say Marco Bezzecchi because. Uh, I know him uh, really well. I love, and, uh, I love, I love Bezeki. I love uh, him uh, attitude, like uh, how he brings the life. Yes, he's, uh, a, he's a good time dude, isn't he? He's fun. He's, yeah, him, yeah, him is good because uh, him I understand uh, for uh, go fast, you need enjoy. Yes. And uh, him enjoy at 100%. And uh, him so is so grateful with the team. So... I think, uh, yeah, him also. Okay, okay. So, where do you want to? Where do you want to? What if the dream life, the dream division? Where do you want to be? MotoGP. <laughs> I think every rider can say that. Well, well, everybody's different because I asked your teammate Chloe, and she goes, she would like to just go uh, World Superbike with Super Sport three uh, three hundred. Uh, that's what she said. So everybody's different. That's why I asked. So you know, so you want to go MotoGP. No, I think MotoGP because it's the um, highest uh, um, highest thing in yeah. the motorsport. Is uh, the um, main thing you, when you think motorbike race, you think MotoGP, no? So I think uh, that because it's the more biggest dream I can do. So I think if I dream really high, I can arrive somewhere. <laughs> Always. It might, one of my favorite quotes is always aim for the stars because if you fall, you'll still be in, you'll still be yeah. higher than everybody yeah. else. This, this is um, huh? hard because uh, I, have, I have learned in, uh, in this year, I have learned uh, you need the dream really high for arrive somewhere because uh, you need work a lot of, for uh, for what you want to do but if you dream really high you work very very a lot no so you can arrive somewhere but also you don't need to look too much at uh, the highest thing but you need to look also what you have to do and the next step you do because if you see the finish of the tunnel maybe you don't see you you see oh it's too long the way for arrive there so you need also thinking about the next step you want to do. It's hard, but uh, 
I think is is a good way to think, no? <laughs> God damn, Denise. I feel like I learned more from her when she should learn from me. Like I'm talking to she's 19 and I'm going, what what should I do with my life? <laughs> I'm looking at her like that's how great you are. I honestly I, I told everybody, I told Maddie, I told everybody, I and I told Lissy, I told Jamie. And Chloe, man, I really, I, I wanted to talk to you forever. I really want to see you with the Angelis race team. I talked to uh, <laughs> Aurora uh, Angelucci, and I really want to see you on that team. I think you'd be great on that team. I want to see you in Moto Three racing for that team. And what that team is doing is great. I think Ortola. I really think toward the end of the year, I think he's going to win the championship. I might be wrong. Uh, Jamie Masia and uh, Crazy Boy are having a great year, but I think Ortola's having a great year. I think he's going to win it. We'll see. But I want to see you with that team. I really do. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope so. I I hope to um, arrive in the Moto3, Moto2, MotoGP. So you will. Everything can give me an improvement. I'm happy to do it. So, yeah, I'm also happy to to speak with you because you are happy to speak with me, but I'm also happy to speak with you. No, I really am. Hey, you take care of your collarbones, girl, okay? Yeah. Yeah, okay? More luce. No, no leche. No leche. No, okay? All right? Strong collarbone. Let Danny Pedrosa have that record. You don't want that yeah. record, okay? No. Yeah, I, I'm happy to don't win this race. Is the just... <laughs> <laughs> I will train with you. Either I'm going to come over there or you come over here. I definitely want to ride with you. You are going. I just love your attitude. You keep your attitude. You're a beautiful person inside and out. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. Okay. No problem. Thank you very much to you for have called me and uh, give me this opportunity to speak. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you guys for watching Tales from a Gemini. Uh, follow Denise Delzado on Instagram. Man, she is a star. I love this woman. Follow her and follow her on the British Super Sports. So last year in British Super Sport, her division is going to be out. So, uh, you know, look her up. Man, she's great. She's going to this top. You can just tell right now. She's on my show. So, duh. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. Thank you so much, Denise. And like I say about this time, you know the word. Peace.